But you know what I like? Even I like the finish even more. You know, it's not like a, it's not like a sexy finish, but just make it happen. You know, like just get the goal. You know, just make the ball cross over the line. And I'm glad it. You know, the keeper still got the hand on it too. So it just he did right. Yes, he did. He got his hand on it. I was like, oh no! And then I saw it just the trajectory. Yes, it was freaking awesome. It was freaking awesome. I switched my seats by the way, so I've I've got a. I've got a midfield aerial view of the game now, so I, I got to see everything. I didn't miss a damn thing this time. I honestly, this is my uh, my personal opinion. I think the second the second deck is the better view at BVA. If you want to be close to the action, like the lower bowl, you you'll get to see the player, you know, and talk to them and whatever. But if you really want to look at the game. Anywhere, anywhere in the in second bowl is the best view in the house, in my opinion. And if you got midfield, then yeah, you definitely got a nice. I got <laughs> nice. View. I got midfield. I got yeah. two twenty-seven, which is about fifteen yards on the south end of the midfield line, and I'm a row A, and I've got two seats. I'm yeah, right there. I think I, yeah, I think I'm gonna take you up for sure. <laughs> yeah, for real, bro. It's open. It's open. I was like. Nobody ever sits with me tonight. There was a girl sitting in the seat, and I let her sit there. So <laughs> it was a. No, no, no. I had someone to talk to, but I did invite her back. So second time is the. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see what's up. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to bother. She wasn't talkative, so I didn't want to bother her too much. I was enjoying the game. I, yeah. So it's, it's what's up. But she did not move, and I told her, "It's like he's in my seat. You're, you're cool though. Sit there." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got we got a lot of people trickling in. For those that are that are joining, welcome. Um, don't be shy. Hit that mic button on the left. We'll get started. You know, share your thoughts, your opinions on the game. Um, if if this is your first time, welcome. And for those returning, I see some familiar faces. Welcome again. So please don't be shy. This is more fun if everybody interacts. You know, and uh, so I'm Herman Benitez. You know. Uh, Dynamo fan, and I got my boy OSG who drives from all the way from Austin, so to join us at at PNC Stadium. So, and it, what's up? And what's up? Oh. And is currently driving back. God damn! No, hey, safe. Man. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So you got control of everybody needing the mic. So I, I'm 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 just listening. I'm making sure I'm in and involved. And and y'all check out the host Herman. He's got it. He's got it under control, man. And so what you gotta That's you gotta check those Twitter posts too. That's fair, yeah. Um, my boy, uh, Somos Seven One Three, he's helping me out too. So he's working. We, we got it. We got that it. man's working we, all we're the like time. Back, back, know what I'm saying? We're like that back line, you know. <laughs> Hold it down. We got teenage back in there. I feel good about that back line, man. I don't know about you. No, I'm I'm good with teenage. I was surprised Parker didn't get the start, uh, but Stares is again Stares. He, he did his job. He held it down. No questions asked with that right there. So whatever, uh, uh, I think Victor Ariza posted before the game when teenage, uh, I'm not teenage, uh, Parker was uh, practicing by himself the past couple of days or something for some reason. So there could be something right there that's okay. why he didn't start. He's hurt then. Yeah. They, they, left, they left him on the bench so he was still available to play. So it, it it could be something minor, you know, like Coco was ninety percent and didn't get to start. So this could be something for Parker too. I'll be honest, my boy Sammy, he joined, but he knows that 
I, Parker's good, but I think we overrate him, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, he's not all of that, you know what I'm saying? Like, anyone can do his job, but Teenage, man, I love that guy. He, he, he You can tell. It's a big difference when he's back there, for sure, man. Well, he was he was lunging and putting that extra effort in there that you don't oh. see from Stairs and from Parker, and that different, those long legs. That's what you like out of that. An athletic center back, you know? Yes. Yeah. Such a beast. Such a beast. Yeah. The right back, I'll let the people talk about the right back, you know? Zach <laughs> hey. yeah. got 20, 20 minutes, and so uh, I feel like he's getting ready to start, too, as well. And yeah, he 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 he, he was he was pushing forward. So I'm I'm ready for Zeke to start over Dorsey and and, and uh, yes, that was good. The midfield looked good again. Fair, bro. I feel like you know how we all criticize everybody, right? Absolutely. Fans? Yeah. I feel like if I started him right back, I still do a better job than Bear. Dude. <laughs> I get the seal of approval from all Dynamo Twitter. <laughs> I believe you, bro. Listen, we may, we may need you on the pitch next week. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted you, man. No, it was all good. It was all good. We, you know, like like Dorsey got over Zeka, but I feel like Zeka's he got more time tonight, so he's he's ready to he's ready to take that start next week at Miami, and uh, Baird still got the start up top, and. He, he was okay, and then Pasher obviously came in and made that extra fire start. So maybe Pasher is going to get some more playing time. Seabass came off, and Thor came in, and Thor was pushing. Though There was a few times, man, they were asking for that ball, asking for that ball, and like, put me forward, put me forward. It, it's there, though. It's there, but I want to hear some. I want to hear some people now. Let's let let's talk. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't see any I don't see any any requests sadly so please everybody on here get get in here man it, it's more fun when everybody interacts you know all right well let's just let's just talk about it. so the starting lineup would anybody got any opinions please speak uh, uh everything else though Houston looked more the dominant team today I mean absolutely the 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 whole game they they didn't push as hard and that final third was kind of questionable but they, they they still they looked better than Colorado did, and we knew what Colorado was doing, and so I think Dynamo was more controlling, and that's it's what we're doing is working right now, and it's so exciting to see that we're we're playoff contenders after four games. It really looks like that, I believe. I I, I I'm more I'm not pessimistic. I'm realistic. Okay. Yep. I don't. I don't want to say we're a playoff team yet, but we'll definitely compete for playoff. Sure, you know, contender. Yeah, <laughs> contender. I, we're in that six to nine realm. Six to nine realms. Right. Right. Six, seven, right. get in. Eight, nine, good. sits good. on the bench. Good, good. Okay, as long as, as long as we're realistic. Yeah. I'll take a few points, but I, I like that Brian asked to speak. So Brian, welcome, and uh, we love to hear your thoughts, man. Welcome. What you got? You gotta um, you gotta unmute your bot or your mic to to be able to speak. On the bottom left, and fellow Gunner, so welcome, my friend. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, hey, Brian. 
Oh man, it's still nothing. Oh. Now, now Brian, now Brian's writing his speech down. He'll get back with us. I'm uh, assume so. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, I, my 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 friend Sammy, he's on here, and he told me at the beginning of the season. You know, I really like this Thor guy, and I was like, man, he looks like another Sebas Pereira type striker, but. He's impressed me, man. He has this little flair to himself, dude. Like, he, I, I like him, dude. I, I, I would give him more minutes, really, man. Like, well, I mean, I, I, obviously, what is what Seabass came out at 60. At, at 60, and Thor came in, and Thor, 10 minutes, uh, like six minutes later, his whole shirt was socking, sopping wet. And of course, that man had an undershirt on. I don't know why he had a freaking long sleeve undershirt on. Coming from Iceland, but he was working. He was at, making runs, and he, yeah, Seabass and Thor. Yeah. yeah, he looks he looks faster. He looks faster than 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 what I expected him to. Man, like I'm I'm kind of curious now, man. I'm intrigued. I'm I'm intrigued about Thor. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm that's kind of my silver line. That and and obviously saving saving the the result right are my two silver linings from this game and and teenage. Teenage, but um, Christopher, our boy Christopher Scroggins, he uh, he hit us up in the mic. So, what you got for us, man? Welcome. What you got? Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, I was just y'all were talking about Sebas and and Thor, and I was wondering um, how much do you think uh Sebas's lack of production is because we tend to play with Baird and Fafa like wide, so like he just gets doubled up by the by the center backs or how much of it do you think that maybe Sebas was just more athletic than everybody else in the Paraguayan league and now he he's stepping up athletically into the MLS but he just never had the technical skills that that he's going to need I have it thank you for the the question Christopher I have an opinion but I'll, I'll let you go first OSG yeah, I, I think it's a it's it's Sebastian's style of play. You you don't see Sebast making those runs over the top. He he's sitting he's sitting waiting for the ball and he's double teamed the entire time. And like uh, he was pointing out, the the wingers are so wide that it's it, he's he's caught in a little corner and those two guys are just sucking him up and trying to stop every touch that he makes and that, that makes it harder. And then Thor came in and he's making runs left and right and they had to adjust their defense to him. So it's we we just got to keep feeding the ball in the middle for Sebastian. It's a different style. He's he's not a runner. He's a get the ball to his feet and he'll make those adjustments and it, it'll come to him. I mean, yeah, but did we just make like a four million dollar whiff? You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if Thor comes out and <laughs> looks like he's looking, <laughs> we might have. But no, I, I see Bass has. Seabass has to adjust. He has to adjust, and I, I think he'll get used to it. You see, you see highlights here and there, and it may take him a few. So, I think we overhyped him, and now he's got to build it back up. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Seems right to me. Sorry, Herman, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead, Christopher. No, that was. I mean, that was it. Like, I just. Uh, I tend to think he was probably a little overhyped just because we were starving for anything, you know, and uh, maybe we're just coming down to reality. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, and we do live in that age, right, of social media. So like, we see one clip and we retweet the heck out of it, right? <laughs> but um, 
That's why they're calling highlights. They're not lowlights. Yeah, I, I, I'm picking on my boy Sammy a lot, but uh, it's because he uh, he does basically like a, a dynamo space in Spanish on Thursday nights, and we talked about the same thing. Um, it's the style play that he's being forced to do uh, in this system, in this 4-3-3. I wish the wingers would cut in more because then they'll be able to link up easier and make um, dangerous plays while attacking. So Ferreira is basically serving as, um, I don't know how to say it, but as, literally as, as a post like, or a post wall that you, give, that you give the ball to and he gives it right back to you. So the way that I think about it is like, and, and Brian also after Sammy, if you want to chime in as well, basically the same role, like I said, is doing for Arsenal, Sebas is doing for Dynamo. Or think of a Karim Benzema type role. Uh, the reason we brought him is when he gets when when he gets that one good chance, he's gonna bury it, and he's gonna show you why you pay four million or four point five for him. That's what I think. Uh, I, I'm hoping that the chances do come and he can get one in the box. Um, but he also and, and I know Somos pointed it out um, that he kind of hesitates, you know. So once he once he gets a little bit of confidence, I think we'll see the real Ferreira because it's a different style game. The MLS is definitely a way more physical league than, than most people give it credit to. Go ahead, Sammy. I... Hello? Okay, good deal. Go ahead. Can you hear me? All right, boys. Hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah. In in in. By the way, uh, thanks for the plug, Herman. How you doing, everybody? Uh, we do a, a Dynamo Twitter in Spanish every Thursdays after 9 p.m. So, if you much Spanish, you want to practice or something, you know, feel free. Uh, then the other one is, uh, well, real quick. I believe I believe today's point against Colorado. I will consider it an away point. Because uh, let's remember that we were running uh, against the first place in the Western Conference of last year and a team that basically is uh, doing continuation of what they did last year. So, you know, they lost again LA LAFC 3-0. But then they have, you know, won pretty, pretty convincingly against uh, SKC, pretty convincingly against uh, Atlanta. And, and, you know, tonight we, we showed up like the dominant team, to be honest with you. I mean, truly and honestly, I, I'm i pleased because we tried. We kept going. We kept uh, harassing, if that's a word, I guess, <laughs> um, the, 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 away, the away goal. Um, and, you know, I think I, I think we, we, we got the well-deserved point. Um, we, we wanted three points, but I think by effort, I, 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 we cannot we cannot uh, tell the guys that they did not do the they did not put the work regarding Sebas and Thor and any other striker um, the way I see it the way I see it and maybe maybe because you know I have bias of watching other four other teams that I love and adore um, I think Sebas is a little anxious that he knows that he wants to please the crowd that he knows that we have big expectations and I think he is thinking at like a second or two before doing the shot or a second or two before doing the run 
he's actually working out, or at least, you know, between Herman and, and myself, ended up, you know, realizing about that pivot, that pulse kind of deal uh, that he's doing. And it's great, you know, because he's still collaborating with the team. But then I believe, you know, I, I believe if he, if he relaxes a little bit and then he glues a little more with the team, he's going to finally get those goals in MLS. And I think it's going to be like... Uh, Maybe you guys are, are too young, right? But back in the day, I believe it was, I don't know if, if it was uh, Patrick Rivert or Ruth Van Roy that said the theory of the ketchup, that whenever you turn it down and then you start, you know, like like moving it, trying to get the ketchup out until there is a point where the ketchup is going to go all together, that is the same for strikers. So I don't think, like, like last week, a teenage case or a second case, I don't. I think it's too early to say that we got a four million dollar flu. You know what I mean? And on the other hand, great the tour is is, uh, is stepping up. You know, great, great, great deal because you know this is this is why it's good to have good two good strikers on the on the team because you know if Sebas is not able to cut it in a game, we would expect Thor to step up and the other way around, right? So. That was what I wanted to share tonight, and yeah, great stuff, great spaces, and and and, and thanks for for letting me uh, speak, guys. Hey, and thank you. And uh, I hit us, up, tell them where to hit y'all up on Thursday night, so they can go follow you and listen. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to change my Twitter handle to the to the one that I use on Twitch, so more information on that one later. But then uh, we do with uh, Rick Sanchez. I don't know if he's he's here tonight, maybe later because he was covering the game. But we do Mundo Dynamo, like World of Dynamo, but in Spanish, Mundo Dynamo. So uh, it's in my it, it's in my, my my bio. So yeah, if you wanna if you wanna uh, hop in every Thursday, you know, do very casual, like fun uh, Dynamo talk in Spanish. If you mush a little bit of Spanish, you know, we we wait for you there. Absolutely, guys. Y'all go follow. Listen, Espanol. Yeah, thanks. You, hey, thank you, Sammy. You got any thoughts on what he said, OSG? No, he's right. He, he every point he made is right. And and no, we don't need to worry about a four and a half million or a six and a half million dollar whiff right now. No, absolutely not. Sebastian's adjusting. You can you can see he's out there getting the effort. He didn't make any mistakes tonight. He's 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 playing he's and he's and he's with the team and he, i think he, he likes these guys and he likes the locker room mentality that they have so yeah sebastian is just adjusting and it, it'll come to him you, you don't move and then you're you're right there but he'll, it'll come to him i want to make one quick point and then i'll let brian go ahead i know he's been waiting um so i agree with what was said on on Ferreira. let's be let's be patient with him you know he's still adjusting uh, but the other point is Thor, you know, say, say that we say that Thor, you know, starts competing for that spot. That's the best case scenario. You know, that's exactly what you want. You want a competitive roster, you know, fighting for those spots. You know, you don't want a, a striker being complacent, knowing he's going to get the get the top spot, you know, or the starting spot just because he's the only player on the team, you know. And the other point is, personally, I don't think that MLS draft picks uh get used or like I, I i don't value mls draft picks but if thor pans out man like good job pat on that you know what i'm saying taking taking advantage of of, of that draft pick because I, I can't remember 
many draft picks that that made it for Dynamo in the past, you know. So I I, I would welcome this for sure. <laughs> well, Ross had even said they were following Thor before he came to Duke too, so he must have been something special to just to catch the eyes. And Onstad's a genius, and I think Thor, his ego, he plays that with his heart, and you see it on the field. Is <laughs> he's, he's out there trying his hard and he gets upset sometimes but he, he wants the ball and he, he wants to, he wants to do something different for the team and you see the passion that he has and uh, I love it that's good all right Brian my fellow gooner welcome buddy what you what you got for us man well good evening guys thanks for uh, letting me talk uh just really wanted to say uh was at the game tonight uh and it's just so refreshing seeing the uh the energy that's been brought back to the stadium and you know i've been going to dynamo games since they got here i've been there for the good i've been there for the bad i i you know i was sad when we left robertson stadium because i really loved that place but uh seeing the energy tonight with the fans and unlike last year actually seeing us make adjustments and I'm not here to bash Tab, but, you know, Tab would have just, if that goal would have killed us last year. In fact, it probably would have led to two or three more goals because he wouldn't make any adjustments. So it was just, I don't know, it's just refreshing to see changes. Yeah, we, we screw up in the midfield where we can be weak in the back sometimes, but I think the defense has gotten better. I think the forward piece will come. Um, I, I'm, I'm, it's a long season, so I'm not ready to sit here and say, you know, we're going to make the playoffs. I hope we do, but we are certainly trending in the right direction. And I just, you know, it's just so refreshing to see uh, on, on my side of things as a fan who's seen it go downhill for the past few seasons. So those are my thoughts. Uh, true, hold it downer. Yeah, for sure. No, Brian, thank you so much, man. I I, I agree with everything you just said. And normally, I, like I'm an impatient person, personally. I don't I don't like standing in line. You know, I feel like I'm wasting my time. I took the pictures of the of the line around. Uh, I always go. I forget what the gate is called. I think it's the Bayou City Gate. Uh, but uh, it, the line went around the street like to get into the stadium to get I, i've never seen that and i've gone to like a lot of dino games these past couple of years and normally i'd be upset i'd be pissed to stand in line but honestly tonight i was like no oh, this is cool you know i want the the stadium to get full because the more the more food is the more noise the more the more fun it is for everybody and the players might feed off that energy you know so like yourself i i welcome that that energy I, I, it, it's nice. Like when you hear the roar of the crowd after a good play, or even celebrating the goal, you know, especially like an epic goal like that, where you where you tie at the end of the game, it was fun, man. It was fun. You tie the game at the 90th minute mark too. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ever get tired of saying this if it's true. And the supporter section again tonight, they freaking killed it, man. Like. They, they started chants. The whole stadium started singing at times. Like, it was awesome, man. Like, everybody back behind the goal, they do a great job, man. It, it's awesome. 
The energy down out to Hufflepuff. Yeah, the supporters killed it tonight. They were absolutely amazing. Yeah, they they absolutely did, man. They, like you can you, you feed off the energy because once they start singing, you want to sing along with them, and then the whole stadium starts doing it, man. It was it was really 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 awesome. Who got the player? I didn't see. I left the stadium trying to make the trying to get home to make the space. Who who got the flag? Coco. I sacked the flag Coco today. Did. Who was it? Coco did Carrasquilla. Coco, nice. Man of the match. All right, I'll take that. Good deal. Any anybody else? Don't be shy. Hit that microphone. Uh, we do have. Go ahead. I was gonna, I was gonna read a, a tweet. Uh, our boy uh, Hunter, uh, he he's a fan of the of the space. Uh, he he sent me a tweet before we started because he has to get up early for work. But he told he he. I'll, I'll read his tweets for for everybody in the space. Um, he said, "Happy to grab the point, but it was not a pretty game by any stretch. Weird to sit Parker, uh, and then it, I guess he didn't know about like uh, that Victor report where he was trained separately, so Parker might be hurt. Only heard of CB rotation on the broadcast. Next game against Miami needs to be a win, as bad as they have been. Okay, so he's saying, hey, Miami is kind of like a weak team. We should be able to." We should be able to get these three these three points, and then Miami's horrible. They lost three to one to Cincinnati and have not looked like anything. They're the worst team in the league. They're rebuilding and they know that. They're just trying to survive right now. Damn, they suck again, dude. Dude, they're, no, they're they're horrible. Like I mean, when they played Austin, Shea was one of their center backs, and that's not that. They're complete. They, I think, I, what I heard was over twenty players were. Uh, brought into that team this year so they are a complete rebuild they will be the worst team in the league so my miami's shit so uh sorry miami is nothing and we need to improve on that next week that win don't don't underestimate the opponent man uh never 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 ever that's the that's the beautiful that's the beautiful uh aspect of this game right that we love so much that it's it's 11 versus 11 so we but but i agree we should go get those three points next week. And then um, to wrap up Hunter's point, Seba is forcing chances, and he emphasized forcing. Yes. Not quick enough to free himself up most times. Needs to be patient and continue to link up with Coco, Fafa, and Quintero. The good service will eventually come. So that's yeah. Absolutely, he's, he's yeah. he needs to be more on his ballerina feet than standing in position. Contero, you don't know what that man's gonna do half the time. You gotta expect something special out of him, and he did a, a lot of those tonight where he just kind of flicked and just touched, and it's it's one one touch ball, and I I don't think Seabass was on his on his ballerina feet tonight. Yeah, uh, again, anybody that joined the space, welcome. Uh, don't be afraid to to hit the microphone on the bottom left of the screen. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through some of the tweets that Somos has posted on here. Uh, Tyler Westling tweeted, "Colorado is a solid team. Don't forget they were top of the West last year, which is what Sammy attributed uh, earlier. Last year we lost we lost that game three 0 A draw is progress, and that's that's what uh, our boy." Uh, Brian was was saying, it's progress. Take one over nothing. 
anything. I heard that. So I, I, I agree with that. What do you think, OSG? And those, those that have the mic, chime in. You know, like, you, you're good, you know? No, dude, for real, it is progress. And it's, and it's pretty obvious it's progress because a lot of people question why we kept 22 or 23 players. I forget what the number was, but it was a large majority of players that we kept from last season. They're like, what are we doing? We are last place two years in a row, and now we're going to keep the same roster? But the difference is Nagamore, the coach, the style, they believe in him. He's a player's coach, and and we have a lot to look forward to, and the team is playing so well. RSL was boring. The other games have been good games and good effort. Let's let's just keep it going and keep building off of this and show us what's up. Dynamo are back. Yeah. And are, I, we moving, are we moving from Nagamura out to Pep Nagamura? Who <laughs> 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 so said Nagam out? Man, whoever that was, nah. <laughs> and uh, I see, uh, I see uh, our boy uh, the Dynapod joined, and I see Rook and my boy Marlin as well. So let me read one more tweet that we have here on the, and then I'll let y'all chime in. And 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 just it just also reiterates Brian's point, right? I think last year, this is Josh Rust. I think the last few seasons, we lose that game by multiple goals. Totally good with a draw. And and I, I would agree. Like That first goal would probably ended up uh, us conceding more in previous years, previous Dynamo teams. But I like that we didn't, and we kept trying to be the aggressor. Like, as a fan, personally, I want my team to go out there and try and score. You know, I want us to go be the aggressor. So, uh, I see yeah. the team and I, and, I, and I love it. it was, yeah, Colorado scored and you didn't see an immediate, I know of course it was late in the first half, but you didn't see an immediate change from the Dynamo. They kept doing what they were, they, they came in, they stuck to their game plan and didn't didn't give up. They they fought and got that draw. Right, and that fighting spirit is, 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 is what you want out of your team, you know, especially in times of adversity. Right. Marlon, what you got, man? I see you, you got your mic open. What's up, man? Uh, and I'll, I'll never get tired of saying this. Nice profile picture, bro. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it, bro. Hey, uh, real quick, so uh, a couple of things. Uh, was not of the game, but uh, I was in and out. I uh, was celebrating my daughter's birth, one of my kids' birthdays. Uh, so, happy uh, birthday! Yeah, thank you, thank you. That's uh, the game for their birthdays. I know. I almost ran out the last. <laughs> but no, man. But uh, I was in and out of the chat. Uh, they were talking about how the game was going, and uh, one of the things that I mentioned was that uh, for us, the, the the main thing is we need to change the culture. We have this culture mentality for the last few years where. Like you guys were saying, uh, if we were down 1-0 last season special, we, I mean, the players were out. They were like thinking we're going to lose this game. And, and eventually that's what it ended up happening a lot of times. So I think before we can think playoffs, I think we need to, uh, you know, be uh, just, you know, patient, I guess. And, and I think the coach slowly is going to change that that part of the mental the mental part that the players need to you know play like they did tonight we were down 1-0 but we we were not out we, we were at home we, we knew we could do it 
Um, and, and we did. I mean, we got came out with one point, but at least it wasn't a, a defeat. Uh, the other point was with uh, Sebas, man. Sebas, this was the game that I think most fans thought if he scores a goal tonight, it would it would change that that it would that, you know get the monkey off his back, you know, and and, and be more relaxed and. And just be open to to I don't know, be more creative in some ways, and and just play more relaxed in general. It didn't happen, but you know his job also consists of you know making sure that you know he takes some of the pressure away from 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 the midfielders to kind of go in and create something. So his job is not just to score, but he was brought here to to be the number nine. Uh, I think we just need to be a little patient, and and he'll he'll get there. And one one more point, uh, Mandala's doing good. Austin still, you know, tomorrow they, they have a tough game. Uh, but man, we we need to we need to get it going because by the time uh, Achi Achi gets here, we need to get him given given the the team in a position that he can put us in the playoff. Because if we're out of it like we were last year around July, I mean, he's good, but. I don't, I don't know if you can make it happen after you know if we're really down there. Uh, I believe that we we can uh, getting important points like you guys said uh, playing in Miami and getting three points that would be awesome. I think uh, it, it will put us right there in the middle of the the battle and uh, yeah. So hopefully hopefully tonight was a, a proof that we can uh, we can we can you know at least get one point when we're down uh, one zero. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys for letting me uh, chime in. Thank you, thank you. All right. So I'm just going to talk real quick about what I saw um, going position by position. Steve Clark is good. I got nothing else to say there. Adam Lundquist has once again been slightly better than average. Um, he was, you know, Adam was Adam. Teenage and Steris, I think Tim Parker's job is no longer Tim Parker's job. Daniel Starris has looked better. Tim Parker played awful last year. Adebe looked a little out of sync for a minute, but he picked it up and he, he's a ball playing left sided, left footed, left footed, left sided center back. Sorry, I've had allergies, man, and they're kicking my ass. Right back. Until Zeka came in, it was very bland, but man, that kid can play. Zeka can play. He is quick. He is moving. He is strong. His first touch is good. Very excited about him. Midfield was great. Darwin, Coco, and even Matias. They all looked a little tired at the end, but what are you going to do? Up top, um, I think Thor looked better than Fred Edda. I think that's happened twice this year. Sebastian's shown some good some good quality, some good hold of play, some good you know, footwork, but his job was to score, and we're four games in, and he hasn't. And I think tonight was tonight his first shot on net, I think. Maybe yeah, second. No, it was. I think, so. I think you're right. Yeah, I think it was his first shot. He had the header that went over, and then he had that uh, the other one that was right at the keeper. And then Fafa. Fafa started slow last year, too, so I'm not really worried about Fafa. The difference between what we're seeing now and last year is last year we had a guy that was scoring goals early on. So we were, we, we were doing pretty well. At this point last year, I think we were higher than eighth or whatever we're going to be tomorrow. But either way, if Ferreira starts to score, this team is going to be so much better off. The problem that I'm running into is I know he's new, and I know he's our DP, and I know we broke a record, but at what point do we say start Thor? It's not now. 
right? But we are a month into the season almost, and he hasn't gotten on a score sheet. Hasn't gotten an assist, has he? Nothing, I don't think. So at what point do we do we start to worry with him? That's where I'm at. Everything else, I'm fine, dude. I, I wish we could put more chances away. Our finishing has not been that has been shit. But once we start to finish some chances, everything else, we're winning possession. We're completing more passes. We're pressing efficiently. We're doing everything that we didn't do last year. Last year, we just soaked up pressure and then popped it long. So we're seeing a system come in. It's just it's going to take time. But my, my worry right now is Ferreira. So that's what I got to say. Go ahead, Armand. Okay. I think uh, I, I suck at graphic design, but we need to create like a, a panic meter for Ferreira and, and publish it, you know, how we feeling after every game, you know. But uh, I, I, think, I think it's still early. Uh, I, I, I personally think we shouldn't start panicking just yet but if we if we are seeing similar uh performances next month like we are now then you start considering all right man and and, and of course door keep playing as he is then then yeah you, you consider it sit him out for a game get his confidence up and and, and then give it a try but uh I, I think it's too early to uh to hit the panic button but you did, you did, you did, uh, since you went through the lineup, you brought up two points in my head. Um, one is with this midfield that we've all preached and, and or Vera is just playing his role excellent. Like you can see him thrive in his sit in the five hole and act as a CDM. Like, to me, he, he had a great game, you know, winning back possession, passing it back. Like, you can see that he's comfortable there and he's thriving in that position. Uh, the other observation uh, was in the first half, I saw that Fafa started on the right wing. And then in the second half, I think they flipped them. They did. Yeah, they did it with the backs, too. Lundy played on the right in the second half. Yeah. And to me, Fafa is way more efficient when he plays on the left, you know, or way more involved, let me say that, than, than on the right. Um, and then well, the, there's a couple ways to look at that. With, with the crosses in the first half, they were awful. Remember how far they were? We overhit like, right. every single cross. And we had inverted wingers. So I would, I guess the thought behind that is if they're not inverted and they're playing wide and they're crossing with their strong foot, Fernando can get ahead on the ball, but like, I don't know the logic behind flipping the backs, too. I don't get it. Yeah, the, the backs, I don't get it. The, I, 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 I buy the crossing, and I actually, I know the cross you're referring to that Ferreira had a header. It, it was late in the first half, and it was uh, it was Fafa, I think, that crossed it. It wasn't, it wasn't a good cross. It was basically, like, he had no height, but he had a lot of pace. And Ferreira, that's his left-footed, that's his left-footed cross. Yeah, all, if I, all Fafa's left foot crosses, and and I think Baird on the right tried to put one in with his left, or it was Dorsey, but they were low line drives, and even last year that's what Fafa's were. Yeah, low, and, and Ferreira kind of ducked to to make contact with it. That's why the ball kind of it, it, it was he didn't get good contact in it. You know, it just it just sailed over the the goal. You know, but had he elevated a little bit more. That ball had pace, so he, if he made decent contact, that was going to go on target, you know. 
So I I, I, I think Fafa's better when he, when he when he goes on the uh, on the left. And the last thing I will say, yeah, Clark, he had some great. Actually, I, I remember one save. It was like the tenth minute or something. Like uh, he had like a, a reactive save, which was very good. But is the goal his fault? I'll leave that for everybody that has a mic. Oh, I see a request. Yes, Pupas, let's do it. At a speaker, okay. But is the goal, the the goal that we that we uh, received in the in the first half, is that is that Clark? Do y'all put that on Clark? What do you? Because from my angle, where I was sitting, it looked like it. But then I'm looking at the replay. It was kind of crowded right there. But I want to see what everybody thinks. Well, without without me getting to see it on the TV, and I I I watched the replay on like MLS, but I didn't pay too close attention to it. It just looked like he he jumped up and he just missed he missed timed it, and it, it got or it was just too high and it got over him. But it, that that player involved that he was crying about did definitely didn't look like there was enough contact to interfere with what Clark was trying to do, and they got their goal. That was my opinion from the game. That's just a it happens, man. I've, I've watched that happen. It, the highest levels of soccer you know where a, a corner floats in it happens man it's a freak thing and whose fault it's, it's his fault a corner you should never score off a corner kick with the ball being not not being touched that's a key yeah I, I agree that is his fault he went he, he went out and came up for it and he misjudged it and so yeah that is his fault now nobody was on the back post so you can throw some fault there too well i thought there was it was uh, a don't Dorsey was too far, or Lundy was too far in. Yeah. So he was, yeah, he was yeah. coming back. Yeah. So everybody misjudged it, it looked like. We've struggled with the back post, but a lot of teams struggle with the back post because you're ball watching it and get sucked towards the ball. Correct. For sure. And then I want to give my boy Rook a chance because he's been waiting for a long time. Uh, so, Rook, welcome, man. What, what you got for us, brother? Sure. While we, maybe. Right, while we wait, while we wait for Rook, to, uh, do we have anybody on that went to the presser, or do we have any news from the presser to see what questions were asked and what conversations were made and what Nagamora had to say? And Rook, you there? I don't know about the presser, but uh, I'll, 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 I'll leave I'll leave someone to help me out and put some tweets on the on the space so we can read them. Um, so, my boy El Pupas, he just joined, uh, and, and he got the mic to speak. So, Pupas, welcome, man. What you, what you got for us, brother? I seen you join the the faces before, but never spoken. So I'm glad you, you had the courage to ask for the mic. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Hello, guys. How are you guys doing? Yes, sir. One hundred. Um, I think t today we played we played all right, but. thing I will say is that when Thor came onto the pitch with Sabah to Sebas, the game turned on the head completely because every time Sebas got off the ball, I never thought that he was going to do anything with the ball. He was going to lose it. Like Even the first half, when he got the ball, he lost it straight away or he just took too many touches and then he, and then the, and he took a shot and never got near the keeper. So I feel like Sebas needs to be dropped for the next game. Bring on Thor. Thor, he played really well today, especially for for a rookie. He he was creating stuff. He was 
he had the pace. Sebas does not have the pace at the moment. Um, so I feel like Thor needs to get the start. Uh, I feel like also Baird needs to get dropped. Let's, we can put in Pasha. I think Pasha's scoring today will increase his momentum, his mood. And, and Baird, he had, didn't really do anything today. I was surprised that he didn't get taken off earlier in the match. But uh, Fafa, he, the most, the whole team, you mostly they were just taking unnecessary crosses into the box, like they were just crossing the ball and praying to God, you know. They they could have they could have made something happen because no one is in the box to like do anything, like head the ball. None of the like even like Sebas, he didn't really do much when the ball came into the box. It was usually just uh, headed away by the Colorado defense. So I feel like that's something Paul Nagamore needs to work on is when they get into these positions, how are they going to, if they want to cross the ball into the box, they need to, they need to, they need to get people into the box that will be able to, to head the ball because if that's why, because I see Fafa, he was on the left-hand side, and, but he's right, right, right-footed. So he, if he's going to do that, maybe he's to put Fafa on the right-hand side if he wants to do more, if he wants to put in more crosses, but... I don't feel like Fafa is the guy that to do crosses. He, I feel like he should have done more when he gets on the ball to take on the player. I remember Coco KFC, like when he gave the ball to him on that one counterattack in the second half, he he he, he should have taken on the man, but instead he passed it back to Longvist. So I feel like he he could have done better there. But overall, I feel like we were we done well in the second half when when Thor came on and the other subs to control the game and not make sure that Colorado got another goal. So I, I'll give credit for that. But I feel like we need to do better in the, in the next game, especially playing at Inter-Miami, and they haven't won a game. So if we are the – I wouldn't be surprised if we are the first team they beat on next week. Don't say that out loud. You know – I've seen I've seen virgins on prom night with more confidence than Sebastian Ferreira. He has like zero confidence. Everything is uh, nothing looks natural right now. Like when he goes to shoot, it's like hesitation or he just doesn't look comfortable. Like he's pressing, but no confidence. And the man, I think if you drop him now, you're gonna shatter his confidence. You know, he is your DP's record transfer. <sighs> I would say after six games, we got to look at dropping him. But because, you know, I'm a Tottenham fan, and Harry Kane didn't score for like the first seven this year, and we never. It, no, I I don't think he should be like not, nothing at all. But he should like get. I think Thor should be the starter, and then Stebas come on later. No, no, I know, you know, I know. And like when I look at it, like you talked about Baird and Pasher on the right. What would you rather have? 60 minutes of Baird, who is going to basically be the Adam Lundquist of right-wingers, and then 30 minutes of Pasher, where Pasher scores. Oh, last year, where we were starting Pasher, and he broke down. I think this is the way we keep Pasher, and uh, somebody posted, I can't say that that freaking name, Tiagino, the new guy. Tiago. When he comes in, that'll solve problems, maybe. He's only 22. But I just don't think you can bench Ferreira right now without absolutely crushing him. Like I, you know, I know he'll get something, but if I, if I, if I, if you paid six and a half million dollars for me and then you you benched me for a kid that you took in a college draft, 
I'd be furious. Just my my, my two cents. What, no, no. Well, Mr. You're, you're you're right, bro. And, and and we've talked a lot about Seabass since we started running the show tonight, and he's he's playing with his back to the goal still, and is not getting to play forward, and we, he's he's just got to make his adjustments and get used to it. But a lot of good points, y'all are all right. And he, uh, Dinopod is right. You would destroy the man's confidence. And the other point is, I want to. I, I think I'm speaking for everybody. You have low expectations for Thor. That when he shows a little bit of flashes, you're you're like, okay, he has to start. Where where you expect the world out of Sebas, and he's not meeting those expectations, and you're like, okay, time to take him out. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. And yeah, okay, if you want to argue with me, has Thor score? You know, I mean, come on now. Like, let, let's let's give let's give Ferreira a, a chance now. <laughs> I'm I'm all for competition. Don't 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 get me wrong, but it's it's way too early, y'all. Like let's let's be patient, you know. I think we might need to create a uh, a graphic. <laughs> but um, I got uh, two more two more tweets. Our, our boy Somos, uh, he's doing a good job. Um, he was unhappy. Sebas was unhappy when he when he was soft off. So we'll see how that how that goes next week. And then uh, question the question that everybody had when they saw the lineup. This is from our boy who's a, a friend of the space, uh, Victor Araiza. Uh, he, he's a reporter for the Dynamo on the striker. And he said, Tim Parker rested by the Houston Dynamo. Head coach Paulo Nagamura mentioned post-match that the change to the starting 11 was made to rotate the center backs and it was not injury related. So it was a rotation, not injury related. So there, there's our answer. So what do y'all think about that? I'll, I'll I think, take that. Go ahead. I was, I was going to go real quick because I'm going to have to go, man. I, I've got allergies. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Go um, I think it's about time Parker got a rest. He hasn't had a game off uh, in the last 14 months. He played so he played poorly last year, and I've I've made the argument on my show he played poorly because he never was rested. And this is this is good. I, I'm I'm still waiting for when we start. Resting Quintero and Coco, and people start losing their shit, though. But guys, I gotta go. You guys have a good night. Take care. Thanks for doing this. As always, go Dynamo. Well, thank you for joining, and we hope to see you next week, man. Appreciate it. Hope your allergies go away too. They they, they suck. I, I suffer from allergies as well. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, OSG. Yeah, no, he, 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 everything's right. Everything's on point. Uh, yeah, we're we're good. All right, let me let me. I, as I was in the game, I took down some notes because uh, I knew I was not going to remember on the spot. Uh, let's see. Uh, we talked about that. Talked about that. Oh yeah, <laughs> right before the uh, right before the goal. The last the last uh, note that I have is uh, right before the the goal that Pasher scored. Like three minutes before, he he he. They were they were building up an attacking play. And he cuts into the left from the right wing, and he just freaking sent it to almost the corner flag, man. I was like, what in the? <laughs> but then right after he scores the goal, so I'm like, okay, all is forgiven, right? So that, did, you, did you hear the reaction from the fans when he shot that? Took that shot that went to the corner flag. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Was, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously a miss it. We'll just just call it that. He. he 
his shoelaces were untied or something. That's a good point that Dinopod touched, though. I I'm, I'm, I understand the the benefit of squat rotations, and I'm, I'm in favor. But when Coco and Darwin's time come to, to rest, people are going to lose their, their, their mind. <laughs> and uh, that's why I think Hector is is, is important piece. It's a good signing, and can't wait for him to get here. But anybody uh, that, that wants to chime in, Please don't be shy. Hit the microphone. And then, uh, Rook, are, are you there with us, buddy? I, I want to give you a chance to speak. <laughs> Go ahead, Rook. Uh, you got to unmute your mic on the bottom left. You got to hit that mic so you can speak. Hey, while we wait on, while we wait on Rook, hey, uh, listening to Glenn Davis with the interview with Coco the other day, uh, it, it was kind of... You know, Hector Herrera is coming. His first game is going to be July 9th against FC Dallas. And Coco's loan ends on June 30th, uh, two, you know, almost almost two weeks before. But he asked him, "Is like, are you excited and ready to play with Hector Herrera? And Coco answered the question, yes. But, bro, you have to be here to play with him. So I kind of looked at that and was like, huh? Did they just accidentally say something they weren't supposed to say? Is, is Coco staying and no one's telling us that? Uh, I, I would think so, but Sammy touched on a good point um, in Mundo Dynamo. The the team that Coco belongs to is a team currently in the second division of Spain, and they're in danger of relegating to the third division. So, and I think his release clause, I this number, don't quote me, okay? I, I, I might be messing it up. It's either 1 or 2.5 million. I can't remember. But I would think that a team that's relegating, they're trying to, it's 1.6. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Somos. 1.6, the release clause. I think that a team that's relegated, they'll want to, uh, they'll want to cash in as much as they possibly can uh, to, 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 so, so I think he's going to stay. That's my opinion. Hope, hopefully I'm not like being too optimistic, but uh, I think he's going to stay. Hopefully As you said last uh, week, we're in love with the Coco. Yeah, I'm in love with the Coco. Go ahead, Sammy. And and Mohammed, um, I saw you uh, yes. ask for the mic. Oh, there we go. Go ahead, Mohammed. Welcome, man. First time. Whoa. Yes. Go ahead, man. You're talking about, about what? So we're we're talking about the the Dynamo is uh, the the game tonight, the the draw against Colorado Rapids. But any thoughts? Anything Dynamo related? Uh, I don't know which is the best. Maybe you're in the wrong space, or or talking about the, the Houston Dynamo. No, no, no. Okay, wrong space then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, nice. Well, nice I'm, to meet you. I'm, yeah, nice to meet you, man. Yeah. Take care, buddy. <laughs> All right. That was funny. Yeah. All right. Let me see. 
and that'll be fun. Yeah, go ahead, Brian. What you got? I will say this. I hope we keep we do keep Coco because he was, I think, the one player who really was creating chances for us tonight. Um, I think Fafa will get there, um, but without Coco, there's a lot of opportunities that would not have been there. So I hope he does stay. Yeah. Dynamo also wants to keep Coco. I want to, I think it's a must to keep Coco because especially the subs that, that he made for the midfield. And it's because that wing got tired, you know, um, you put in Seren and Memo, they're not going to be the ones providing the attack. You know, it was mostly Coco, like you said, that, that that's that's in the second half, you know. So I think it's imperative, imperative to to uh, trigger that release clause or negotiate with the club. Right. And, and bring them bring them back. What do you think, OSG? No, I, I think we have to get him and we've got the money to get him. Uh, you know, I, they say that's a little expensive, but but it's. Ted Siegel's the man. Siegel's the man. Rook. Rook. Let's go. All right. Hey, guys, y'all hear me? Yeah. Somebody's got the echo on. The echo on. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, you got that. Turn your radio down. Turn your radio down. <laughs> uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Do I still got the echo? No, that's oh. much better, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, oh. Sir. All right, so I just want to say, um, first of all, uh, all the good points already. I feel like y'all, y'all got everything down of today's game and everything. I'm already looking forward to the future. So what I'm talking about is the 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 Miami game. And uh, what I say about the Miami game, I say it's a great opportunity. First of all, because it's a road game. Miami's doing terrible, and um, I think I think, I think this is a very good opportunity to see what Nagamura has. Um, I just. And then, but what? Uh, let me see. How long is that game? How like many eight, days has it been since we've had a road win? Had a road win. Five hundred. Yeah. 560. It's in April, but I know. Uh, I think uh, Sebastian uh, Seba Sebas. Oh yeah, Carlos uh, Sebas uh, is heading to uh, with Paraguay, isn't he? For the for the for the national team? Yeah, I think he's yeah, there. I think he's there. So I um, imagine that maybe you know could help could help us out. Uh, maybe you know maybe maybe need some new air, go back to the home country, and then come back refreshed. Cause I don't know if they're gonna use them for the games, but yeah, I think that's yeah, a, I think that's a, recuperate some of that recuperate some of that. I am kind of worried of Coco because I know they're going to use him a lot. That's for sure. For these three games, it's going to be life or death. Uh, like, honestly, life or death. So, <laughs> I don't know for that Miami game if we're going to have them, you know, um, healthy. They don't leave until after the game. So, they're, they're, okay. still, with, they're still with the squad. They're still going to travel to Miami. And then after that... Then everybody bails and goes to their national teams for that week that that week and a half, and we're good. Oh, okay. We're good. We we got we got the guys. They're not they're not leaving us. Oh, so the so the I think the Miami game I see it, it's on April the second. 
right? No, Miami's next week, isn't it? Or well, we're on FIFA break already, aren't we? Yeah. I don't have my schedule right in front of me. I left it in the I car. Left it, in the car. It, it might be. It, it might, might be. Might. So and he's so, right. And he's right. Fundamental, fundamental for Panama. For Panama. So he's gonna play. So all he's gonna games. play all three games. Yeah, he's gonna play all three games. So yeah. and he's been our like our boy. He's, he's the one that uh mobilizes uh lately everything. Where Quintero and Coco, man, they've been essential uh, to the to the team. So yeah, but, it's a good point. but still, but still, like I wanna say, I wanna go to the Miami game. It's a perfect opportunity for us. I know it's like maybe like what two weeks, a week and a half, but it's gonna be a perfect opportunity for us to to show to show what we got. Uh, and also, that pretty much that's that's all I wanna say. I just wanna say uh, y'all doing a good job. Y'all keep it up, and I, I really enjoy uh, looking forward to these uh, these spaces after the game. Thank you, Rook, and, and uh, I hope to see you after the game as well. As well. <laughs> you brought up a good point. point. I didn't even think we were going to qualifiers. And Sam, I, I saw you uh, raising your hand. Give me one second. I'm going to read this tweet. Uh, I think it, it's worth mentioning in the space. Uh, again, uh, thank you so much. It's from our boy Victor Araiza from the Striker. Uh, and he quotes, I would have no problem staying. This is Houston Dynamo midfielder Coco comments on hashtag keep Coco. So uh, Coco wants to stay. The Dynamo want him to stay. I am feeling confident that he will stay. Um, so just oh, wanna, done deal. Yeah, I, I think so. It's just a matter of either agreeing with the club or triggering that release clause. All right, Sam, go ahead, buddy. What you got? To be honest, I put fingered, fingered, man, because I, I wanted to say hi. But um, now that you mentioned it, and we're focusing about the future, about Inter Miami, I wanted to throw a question to the table. But before, I think I, I still believe that there's no Seba's case. But then maybe, if, for example, if, uh, against Inter Miami, he has clearer chances. Then I may be able to join like the 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 worry about Seba's kind of party, and maybe throwing Thor in the next home game. But again, I think it's too early. I think we should be patient. I think Sevas is the first one that wants to be making goals and everything for the team. Now, do we want to make rotations against Inter Miami or do we want to put like the strong team, like the, like the home team, the team that we have been using this last two games to kind of try to secure the points? What, what do you guys think Nagamura is going gonna, gonna to do? game i have a quick opinion i'll go first and then osg and then anybody that wants to chime in uh if it's after fecha fifa uh which is april 2nd or whatnot i would try and get the points because assuming that all your players got some rest right uh aside from coco 
Um, and the main one I'm thinking of is Darwin. I don't think Darwin's going to get called up to his national team. So he's rested. So with full rest, I would try and go get the three points, man. But that that's just me, you know. What you think, uh, OSG? No, you're you're right. After, we 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 have the FIFA break. It's it's really only Coco and uh, uh I think uh is it is it Memo? I think it's the only ones that are really leaving and gonna actually keep playing. So we we go. We haven't won a game on the road for 500 and whatever how many days? It's just just almost call it two friggin' years. So the way they're playing and the way Miami's playing. 100% believe Nagamore is going to go in there. He's going to attack, and he's going to play the style that he's just been showing us the past two games. And we're going to go like it's a home game for us, and they're going to attack, and there's no way, no way we're coming out of Miami with a draw or a loss. We're, we're getting it. Yeah, Darwin said, but no one cares about him, or no Dynamo Twitter cares about him. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, I I think you're right. We need to we need to go get three points because let's get this freaking monkey off our back. You know that we can't that we can't get uh, points away from from home. But uh, I know and Nag and, well, and specifically he he's playing to the opponent and he's like hey like SKC we played defensively because of the the, the style that they play and that was how he wanted to go into that and then. Uh, last week against Vancouver, it's all it's all attack and let's let's push and let's attack. And then today was the same thing. Let's control the game. We knew Colorado was going to congest the midfield and it was going to be hard to get some shots, but they looked better. So next week, Nagamore is going to push the boys hard, 100%, I believe. Yeah, I kind of like that energy that that he brings and and has instilled that grit to the team. You know that that that's what we want to see as fans. You know that that grit, that fighting spirit. You know. Um, so I invite Dago, Eric, Rashawn, if y'all have any opinions, hit the mic. Um, I know we're going to be wrapping up soon. Um, but, uh, yeah, don't, don't be shy, man. This is, this is your space. This is where, uh, Dynamo Faithful interact. And those that do have the mic, Marlon or Sammy or Rook, if any other, any other thoughts that you, that you have on your chest that you want to get off. Before we start closing this up, I, I will I will go real quick. Uh, I have to drop because it's kind of late, and then my wife is making me the look right now. Uh, but yeah, enjoyed uh, having, having, uh, spending time with y'all. I may I may stay uh, as a listener. Uh, but yeah, I think I think tonight was pretty good. We we should feel content, not happy, but you know, content that we got the point. And yeah, go Thanks. Dynamo, guys. Take care. Is your wife next to you, Sammy? Yeah, put her on. Let's hear her. Yeah. Give her her opinion. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell her. I'm going to tell her something. She walked away. She walked away. All right, guys. <laughs> le, le doy permiso que lo pije, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the face she's making. All right. Take care, guys. All right. Thank you, man. You have a good one. I told his wife, you have my permission to whoop his ass. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody else, y'all? Go ahead, Marlon. Hey, guys. So, uh, just had a question. Uh, with the Dynamo, those, uh, with the second team, any, I don't, I don't know a lot about them. I know there's some prospects, some youngsters that, uh, could be getting 
sometime in the future. I guess it depends on how the team functions from here on. Uh, but in your opinion, do you have somebody that you would say, you know, these guys should be maybe getting some minutes and just getting some uh, exposure, I guess, to the to the first team? Thanks. I got an answer for one of those. Someone talked about it last week on the show about Palomino, and Palomino has been the captain of Dynamo Dosh right now and getting all that time. And they do play their first official game next week. So look for Palomino to maybe finally get that edge and get some time with the first team. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you got my back on that one, OSG, because uh, I'll be honest with you, Martin. I, I haven't paid that much close attention to Dino Dose. But but I need to because I think it's a it's a great idea to give a more competitive platform to to players that are branch or that are on the brink of stepping onto the first team. So the only one that came to mind was Palomino. So I'm I'm glad OSG mentioned that. But uh, Andre Gito, Andre Gito, uh playing right now with the U17 U uh, men's team has been doing a great job and looking good playing right there too as well. Yeah, and that's and that's what uh, I believe uh, almost tweeted. Uh, Moreno and and Reines are the ones to to watch for. So we'll see how they do, and we'll keep an eye on them. And it, it, for me personally, I'm a believer in teams utilizing their academy to. to uh, feed their first team, you know. So I'm, I'm excited to keep uh, following uh, some young prospects. We'll definitely do that going forward, Marlon. So thanks for the question. And uh, so y'all all know, all MLS Next Pro games are going to be streamed by MLSsoccer.com. So you can go watch, stream every single Dynamo Dose game. And y'all also don't forget Houston Dash tomorrow night at 6 o'clock open their tournament, their Challenge Cup. So make sure y'all go watch. Yeah, those are those are good plugs, OSG. Uh, support the Dash. And I didn't know about the Dynados streaming the games on the MLS website. So that's, that's pretty awesome. I want to uh, quickly jump and give my boy Dago an opportunity to speak. I know, I know he jumps on the space, and I just want to make sure he, he gets an opportunity. to share his thoughts so Dago welcome buddy what you got for us how y'all doing tonight perfect it's uh I, I didn't actually get the chance to watch the game tonight um but um my, my friend he was telling me that basically like basically what you guys touched on uh Sebastian he uh he missed a shot and you know he didn't get as many chances as you know he should have he was trying too much, but he was really, um, he was really harsh on Baird. And from what I'm hearing about like Baird, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I was just thinking maybe it's time to you think about trading him. You know, I can. I even thought about that on the drive-in today. I'm, I'm good with that. Because it's like we're having a hard time crossing over to Sebas, and it's like. Um, Fafa on a good day, he's he's really good. I mean, like, or you know, at least decent. It's just Baird. You know, if if Pasher's not starting for Baird, then maybe we just need to think about getting another winger. And I don't know how Thiago is going to be like, right? 
and I mean, he hasn't really played on a professional level yet. So it's like we're it's kind of like a hit or miss. But you know, it's still. I mean, we're not losing anything because it's a loan. But I I still think we need to get like a quality winger. Well, with, with with Thiago coming in, and maybe that's a possibility that Barrett is on the trading block or something like that. But that opens up the door for Pasher getting more. More playing time, and everybody loves Pasher right now. And I would not cry one bit if Pasher starts every game and Pasher gets traded away, and then Thiago comes in, and maybe Thiago. It's an, a, a, a high potential talent that we're looking forward to, and there solves our problems. Let's hope for that. Yeah, I'm fully expecting Pasture to start next week. I think so, too. And uh, like OG touched on it, Dago, uh, we agree with your friend's comments and, and, and encourage him to join the space, too. <laughs> oh, he's not much of a Twitter guy. Oh, man. We tried. We tried. Uh <laughs> Before I, uh, Ed, did you want to add anything else, Dago, before I give uh, Alejandro the opportunity to chat? No, but I, uh, I was just going to ask. I've been seeing a lot of pictures on Twitter, and uh, I just wanted to ask, like, how, how it was, like, at the stadium. So, 17,000 fans, and seats were filled in all directions. Yeah, that is it. I knew OSG knew the number off the top of his head, but yeah, the the, the environment was awesome. It, it, you can feel the energy for sure. That is awesome. I wish I could have been there. And I think I think some, if you look on his uh, profile, he tweeted out a couple pictures. I took a couple pictures, like going to the stadium, and like the line to get in was around the corner, and the supporter section was popping. Oh, so you can definitely feel the energy tonight, man. It was pretty cool. Like I said, I wish I could have been there, but, uh, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. I heard that. I heard that. I I, I, I understand. Trust me. And hey, you uh, made it to the tonight, so that means you were there. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you guys for having me on. No, thank you for the support, and hopefully you get on next time after yes, the sir. I I personally I personally think the 713 deal is the, the best promotion this team has ever Personally, but uh, damn it, I was gonna say something, but I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, yes, for those listening, say that you can't make the space after the game. So, analytic, yeah, Somo 713 and OSG have kind of uh, what they do is they, they take this Twitter space recording and we do uh, we put it in a podcast on Spotify. And it's called Dynalytics. So you can find if you can't make the space, we record the space and make it into a podcast. So you can find us on, on Spotify. Um, so Alejandro, uh, you're gonna be the last one to speak, buddy, because we're getting ready to wrap this up, baby. So what you got for us, man? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Can can you guys hear me? We Absolutely. can. Yes, sir. I I know I was here a little bit earlier. Unfortunately, I had to drive and had to put everything on quiet. 
But uh, and I missed a good chunk in the middle of everything. Uh, what was the last thing that we were talking about? If you don't mind. So we touched on a lot of stuff. Um, Dago touched on, you know, Seva's performance. Uh, also, the there was a lot of fans out in, in the in the stadium tonight. Um, so those are the two main hot topics that are. If I were to do a recap, uh, our biggest us. topic tonight was Sebas. Big time. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, for for uh, from my point of view on on, Seb, on Sebas is, I think he got too much, uh, I guess, pressure on, on himself. And since I guess the whole league knows that he's like the big signing after you know Herrera comes in, they're always on him. So they know that he's gonna be. Like super, uh, what's it said? Like covering all, almost all game. So whenever he does get the ball, it, it we see it, or at least some fancy like he's just losing it. But he's just being, you know, double team. Probably sometimes even three players on him, just trying to get the ball away from him because they know that he's the superstar that, or the one of the superstars that we have there. So I, I, what, in my opinion, is that he he it gets on his head. Or that he needs to score, he needs to score. And in today's game, he just got heated much, much quicker. No, yeah, those are good points, and those were a lot of things that were brought up earlier. Even, even brought up when he was subbed out, he wasn't he wasn't happy about being subbed out at the 60 minute mark with 30 minutes left to go in the game. And it's just his style, man. He's playing with his back to the goal, and he is you know double teamed or too many people in his area, and he. he He's got his back turned, so that makes it easier to defend him. But he, he did okay tonight with making his touches and getting rid of the ball. It's just we're just we're looking for those creative chances and he hasn't had those yet. And that's where a lot of people are just like come on, Sebastian. And then Thor's making those runs forward, so you see the different style and different change and so it it really shows and that's I think that's where all these opinions are coming from tonight. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, and, and my my word on Thor, I mean, he he he's hungry for the ball. I mean, like you, you see him, that like, he wants the ball. He 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 asked for the ball several times uh, during the the time he was in, and unfortunately, yeah. you know, they, they didn't see him a couple of times. But I mean, he was like, "Hey, I'm open, or I can do this," and you can see him running for the ball. I think that was kind of the style that they were imploring today because they weren't looking for that that long ball on their first touch because you, you like you said you you saw Fafa asking for it. you saw Thor asking for it a lot you saw Bear trying to make runs but the ball just wouldn't go so that was kind of I think the coaching style that they were trying to perform today and there was a little bit of a difference there and they didn't adjust yeah and and one other point that I think I don't, I don't know if it has been touched on was the refereeing there was a lot of calls that were not called in. A lot. At least he didn't lose control of the game in any aspect. He, he missed some calls. He missed some calls on both sides. So at least the referee didn't make a difference in the game. But you're right. He, he, some confusion, but nothing that was drastic that made a difference in the game. Thank God. True, true. Like I said, that, that was one of the things that I was, I was like, and it seemed like he was talking a lot with with the Colorado side, so I made some jokes while I was at the stands. Of course, that you know they're not gonna pay him right now; they're gonna pay him after the game. Had some people <laughs> chuckling. Yeah, for real. But yeah, that was my take. I said I enjoyed it. Thank you for having me in here on here. I know I was on and off a couple of times, but it was drive, driving safely. Yeah, I, I always encourage that. You know, 
the, the, you can always chime in later, you know, get home safely first. So <laughs> I appreciate you joining the space, man. And yeah, we, we agree. We agree with, with the points. And, and I actually, uh, I had that foul. I think I know what you're referring to in terms of the referee. That foul where they, I think they hit Fafa in the chest. Uh, everybody was, you know, claiming for a red card because it looked worse than it was. I think yellow was the right call, truthfully. Um, but that's the most heated that I remember that that, that that the game got. And OSG brings up a good point, right? Like, yeah, he got heated, but he never lost control of the game, which is which is important. Yeah, yeah. Colorado had four yellow cards. Houston had two. So I'm okay with it today. He, he did stop the game at one point. We're like, what was that? But, you know. But, yeah, everybody, I, I, I want to say uh, – Thanks, thanks for joining us tonight, OSG. Thanks, thanks for making that drive, buddy. Uh, safe travels back home. Uh, Alejandro, Dago, Eric, Rook, El Puma, El Pupas, uh, and then Rush. Thanks, thanks, thanks for joining us and uh, join us after the the Miami game. And if you want to listen to the to the space again, look up Dynalytics on on Spotify. And so almost thanks again for doing this, man. Uh, you, you hold it down with the tweets and, and, the, and the stats. So I appreciate I appreciate it. And I know your phone's finna run out of battery, so this might end any second. So thank y'all, Forever Orange, and OSG, I'll, I'll leave it to you so you can wrap it up, baby. That's what's up, y'all. Thank y'all for show, showing up tonight. Dynamo with the 1-1. One, one. We're looking forward to... We got a week off, and then we get to play Miami and looking for that first win on the road in a long time. Make sure y'all check out Dynalinux. We will record it and repost. So, real see quick, y'all soon. Real quick, I, I, I messed up. Dago did have a good idea. Uh, yeah. Your prediction, your score prediction versus Miami, and then we can, we can log off. I actually about – a month and a half ago, I did the prediction for the first nine games, and I wrote three to nothing at Miami. God damn. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a I'll give you a a two one Dynamo win in Miami. I'll take it. A win's a win. I'll take it. <laughs> for sure. All right, y'all. Uh, stay safe and thanks for joining us, man. Forever Orange, go Dynamo. Hold it down. Let's go Dynamo. Haters hate for lose when we in the race. Hey, we up in the place and we gon' put it in they face. Let them know, use the dynamo. Use the dynamo. Use the dynamo. Use the dynamo. Haters hate for lose when we in the race. Hey, we up in the place and we gon' put it in they face. Let them know, use the dynamo.